It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You've got to watch the balls pre-kickoff. Up the wires. I mean, they're not stiff, but they're not soft. It's a fraction of a whole, but it's hard to control. He didn't say that. Tell me he didn't just say that. This Uh, a very good afternoon, uh, team. Welcome to the Run Home pregame show with Brad. Uh, Beave will be along from Paris uh, in about uh, 55 minutes' time, uh, beaming in live from his little hotel room in Paris, or apartment, as he was telling me it was yesterday. Uh, and we have news on Beave's uh, running journey in Paris. Uh, him and Jacob have been conversing via the WhatsApp group. Um, and we do have an update on Beef's status, so we'll catch up with all of that. In about 55 minutes' time with Beef live out of Paris, welcome to the run home. Thanks to uh, Mick Delivery. Uh, big, big show in store for you guys, guys today. Uh, we will hear from Ronan O'Gara. Cannot wait for that. Kirsty caught up with him. Uh, a couple of days ago so that is one interview to look forward to uh, potentially one of the best young coaches in world rugby so uh, let's listen out for that Chris by the way back on deck hopefully next week if not next week then the week after we'll keep you updated on that and I can tell you that the wonderful Kim Downs is returning to New Zealand uh, in the very near future and we'll have her back on deck uh, in, within the next week or so uh, but it is it's team by the way Jacob uh, listening to this song that you have so eloquently uh, put up to open the show, the lead singer sounds a little bit like Stewie from Family Guy, who uh, who made our uh, Teamless Tuesday yesterday. Um, I'm not sure if I hear it personally. There's some Stewie in there. Go back um, when the song's finished and and have a listen to the intro. Well, the first words it sounds like Stewie. Okay, it does. I will. It does. All right, it's team naming day for the ABs today in France. That side due to be named around 3 a.m. So with that being said, uh, what side do you want to see on Saturday morning, folks? Uh, Scott McLeod confirming yesterday, Jason Ryan reiterating today, that the whole squad is available minus Ethan DeGroote, who's suspended. Double eight, double three. What squad do you want to see today? Do you want to see the best team? The answer to that question surely is yes. We'll talk about that with Beave after four but to get you guys going here's a couple of things that i would like to see in this all black team this coming saturday morning ethan blackadder to start with shannon rizal on the bench uh shannon needs a run obviously coming off the back of injury definitely needs to play but man i just want to see ethan blackadder unleashed on this italian team 
I want to see Cam Roygaard on the bench. I think uh, it is undisputed, and I think the whole entire country would agree with me. Uh, even people uh, that are Blues and Tasman fans, that Cam Roygaard is the number one half, uh, number one backup halfback uh, in this All Black squad in front of Finlay Christie. And somewhere in the 23, be it in the starting 15 or on the bench, I would like to see Damian McKenzie included in this 23. He is a game-breaker, folks. He can turn a game on a whim. We need game-breakers in this team, the likes of Lester Fanganuku, Cam Roygaard, Ethan Blackadder, and Damian McKenzie need to be involved in a match day 23. So that's what I would like to see. Uh, double eight, double three. Uh, let us know your thoughts on what this All Black team should look like. I'll be named overnight tonight. I'll be with his 23 coming up a little bit later on in the show. And speaking of that, here's what's coming up on our Macca's menu. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with, of course, the wonderful people at McDelivery. Uh, Curse caught up with Ronan O'Gara yesterday. We'll play that back for you very, very shortly. Uh, fascinating insight into one of the best rugby minds in the world. Uh, coach of La Rochelle doing great things over there in France. Waikato coach Ross Filippo on the show around 4.30. They have a crunch game against Canterbury this weekend. They win that uh, with a bonus point and they guarantee themselves uh, a spot in the playoffs. Um, there's Counties, Manukau and uh, one other side that is in the running for the playoffs as well, uh, the, uh, North Harbour. So they're in a three-way battle for that final playoff spot. Uh, we crossed the ditch with Joel French at around 5.40. Before that, for the last time in 2023, we will hear from Justin Morgan. He'll be on the show after five. He's been a great uh, part of this show for the entire season, um, and we'll see him off. He's, of course, heading off to the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, really, really looking forward to chatting to Justin for the final time this year. Uh, Jacob Scott and Stephen Beaver Donald go head-to-head this afternoon. Excuse me? Indeed, indeed. Head-to-head with Stephen Beaver Donald. Uh, it is what I would like to call a mastermind. Stay tuned for details on that. We play Who Am I? Uh, a really good one for you today, guys. I'm looking forward to seeing some of the answers that come through on this one. Uh, Beav, as I said, picks his All Blacks 15 for Italy. Our Rugby World Cup Team of the Week, thanks to Hino. Paul Mawadi with a live betting update and a Rugby World Cup run home update as well. Uh, but Ronan O'Gara coming up very shortly. That is your Macca's menu. Thanks to McDelivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. The run home. Thanks to McDelivery. Well, we're so lucky to catch up with one of the finest to have ever pulled on the Irish jersey, the Munster jersey, deep in preparations as well to win a top 14 title and continue the dynasty with La Rochelle. Ronan O'Gara, an absolute pleasure. You know, you're so uh, loved in New Zealand as well after your time with the Crusaders. How is life in France? How does it compare to the upbeat of Christchurch? Uh, hiya, Kirsty. Great to see you and catch up with you. Um, very different, obviously, but um, I must admit uh, they were two of the most special years of my life in Christchurch. I absolutely loved the city. I understood the history when I got there. I was naive approaching it. And, uh, I suppose the uh, sorrow, but the resilience of the people uh, really touched me. And uh, it was a beautiful place for family to grow up. We had uh, five kids. Myself and Jess still have five healthy kids, thankfully. <laughs> um, but it really shaped us, and I met some uh, unbelievably good people. Uh, I was very fortunate to get entry into that environment, and um, it set me up for coaching. It set me up to uh, see the good in people, see the good in life. Everyone has so much potential, and some people put a limit on it, but I feel that um, when you mix, I suppose, the Irish in me, a little bit of the 
crusader in me. I've been in France for two different stints with two different clubs. You're continuously learning. Um, and we play sport. We, some people see it as entertainment. Other people take it a little bit ser more serious like I, but you have to um, set up a recipe for making kids feel good about themselves. You're just down the road. How lucky to have the Rugby World Cup literally on your doorstep and you've played at a number of these tournaments yourself. Is now the time for Ireland? There's a lot in that question. Um, I think France is a fantastic country. I think you've been here for a number of weeks. Uh, they love the rugby, they really do. Um, at, from the outside, I think it's probably one of the big things is just make an effort with learning the language. I think once you learn a little bit of French, they'll go with you because you've got to remember we're in their country, we're playing here, it's their championship, it's 100 years of history. Uh, but they're good people with warm hearts and uh, they're going to put on a spectacular World Cup. And it's only beginning really now with obviously um, the final round of games coming up and then we're into the, into the playoffs. Uh, is it Ireland's time? Everyone in Ireland hopes so. I think they've got a fantastic manager, Andy Farrell is whatever, uh, doing an, an amazing job. Uh, but it, pressure becomes different when it's knockout footy and uh, as you said there, uh, I played in three World Cups. I'm not too sure that I play. I was on the pitch for three World Cups. <laughs> so <laughs> it was for, for me. Um, you know, we had a chance in, in um, Wellington to beat Wales in a quarter-final. That would have got rid of the hoodoo of, of, of getting to a semi-final. So sometimes you don't realise how good the opportunity in front of your nose is and you don't take it and it's four years gone and you're back to the drawing board. But that's sport, that's why we love it, that's why we get so frustrated with it, but that's why we keep going and um, try to put out the best versions of ourselves. So maybe, but you've got some seriously um, impressive teams with deep pedigree. The All Blacks, the team that everyone used to try and beat, but now Ireland has had our number. South Africa has beaten us uh, recently as well. The Pumas have beaten the All Blacks. I mean, how would you beat the All Blacks? How would you go about beating them? Um, I think there's an asterisk in what you said, though, because the great thing about New Zealand is they'll be judged under the Rugby World Cup, and that's what the best teams do, and they accept that pressure, and to use the great Dan Carter, pressure is a privilege. We'll see now, because Ireland don't know where the semi-final winning line is, the final winning line is. This is in the DNA of, of all New Zealand teams, and it's something that you cannot underestimate. So. Are they waiting in the long grass? Uh, yeah, but they need to be because their game needs to be a little bit better. I think where teams have probably gone beyond them is is um, on the defensive side. But their attack has always been top notch. But I think defensively they've seems that they're still uh, defending the man, which nowadays in with teams with their capacity to retain the ball, if you keep pushing them towards the sideline. You, the opposition is going to have too much possession and be able to fire too many shots and they probably have to defend a lot of players with X-Factor. So I think if they're very aggressive with their D, I think they could uh, surprise people and go all the way. Now, you're a competitive uh, person. You're great at what you've done on the field and you're great at what you do in coaching as well. It would, wouldn't be human to not want to coach at the international level. Has it always been Ireland that you've had your sights on? Was there an opportunity with the All Blacks and Scott Robertson, maybe? Uh, it is, we would love you in New Zealand. Uh, it would be... Um, you see it very differently, obviously, when you're a professional coach. You know, when you're a player, you're like, how could he coach another nation? But that's what happens in professional coaching. So doing that, yeah, of course, uh, you know what I mean? But there's too many good coaches in New Zealand. 
for you know I mean for Jason Holland, Liam McDonald, Andrew Goodman, just three of the guys that when I was there, you saw. You know what I mean? There's. I think that's a better option for when you have local guys. They should get the nod, but. If any other country is available. <laughs> you know you're going to get called from every single country in the world right now. No, because I I, I just, I, I'm a big fan of staying in the know. Other things look after itself. I think one big thing is just health and happiness, you know, and you got to enjoy the journey too, you know. We play rugby, it's, it should be fun. Yeah. Yes, there's periods of frustration, but I'm sure the players are frustrated with me at times too. That's That's what happens in a in a fruitful relationship. It's about getting the best out of each other and the last two years have been brilliant, but it just gives you a taste for more. Yeah, and test level is different, but still young enough, but it's uh, it's um, it's very different. I think at this, this stage, I have a lot of energy for the day-to-day stuff. You haven't hit the 50 yet, which means you're younger than every single person on our show except Mills Malayana, I think. It's really nice to see your smile, I tell you what, because coaches always seem to be un- under pressure these days, so it's nice yeah, to see yeah, a smile. Exactly. You gotta, you, uh, that's the one thing I just had to say if I, because as a player, I was crippled with anxiety yeah. and nerves and over-appreciating it. Yes, it is very important, but it's also um, something that you got to enjoy doing. I think you can enjoy it if you have... Uh, a clear head. Just one final question, and we're going to go back to the Rugby World Cup since we are in Paris, we're in France, the epicentre of the rugby world right now. Your pick for the final, who are the two teams in there? For the final? I think it's very difficult to look beyond France winning the World Cup. I just think with home advantage, with so many X-Factor players, but there's always hope for the other teams, and if it's an not a, a night where they're feeling it and they might be a little bit moody then maybe you know what I mean South Africa Ireland and then I would probably say after that it's probably um, New Zealand they're the four I think who can win it thank you so much for your time it's thank so you. easy to see why you're so loved by uh, all uh, your players <laughs> thank you so much thank you thank you La Rochelle coach, uh, Ronan Gara, former Ireland international as well uh, fantastic for Kirst to catch up with him uh, and there is absolutely no chance that that man is not coaching an international side four years' time in Australia. Who knows? It might even be the Wallabies. Now it's time for some sporting headlines here on The Run Home. The Run Home's sporting headlines. Here's what's making news today. Captain Kane Williamson appears on track to play, forget this, the Black Caps in their Cricket World Cup opener against England, are you serious? Speaking at Christchurch Airport before departing for host nation India, the host nation of the World Cup that is, Williamson confirmed that he plans to have some involvement in the team's two warm-up matches against Pakistan and South Africa. Still have days that vary a little bit. Um and it's sort of working through those warm-up games to get as much out of it uh, as I can personally and as a team without um, sort of bothering it too much. And the good news just keeps on rolling as coach Gary Stead confirms that paceman Tim Southey is also on track for that Black Caps opener. Uh, Kyle Jamison will travel with the team uh, as a training reserve in case of worst-case scenario, Southey, of course, recovering from a broken thumb. And despite taking the NZ Warriors from 15th to on the NRL level to one game away from a grand final place, Andrew Webster should not win the Dalian Coach of the Year, according to sh- former Shark skipper Paul Gallen. 
and probably only Paul Gallon. Webster is up against uh, Ivan Cleary and Kevin Walters at the Dally M's tonight after steering the Waz from 15th a year ago. But Gallon says it shouldn't be handed out as a most improved award. I just don't know how Cleary doesn't get it. I, and I look, I, I think Andrew Webster's a great coach. He's done a great job and he's a great guy. But it's not, it's not the improvement award. It's the best coach of the year. He's got a, he's got some good points though. Like he's right. Like uh, last year the award went to uh, Todd um, from why why have, Todd Payton. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, the award went to Todd Payton from the Cowboys, um, and they they went from fifteenth to third. Uh, and Cleary missed out despite uh, a dominant campaign for the Panthers. So, what are your thoughts on that, man? Should it go to Ivan Cleary or Kevin Walters, or should it go? to a guy like Andrew Webster, who's done a remarkable job with a side that hasn't been anywhere near the playoffs for, uh, what, five years? It's 20, 2018, 2019 since the last time they made the playoffs. That is your sporting headlines. The other text topic today, double eight, double three. what is the one thing you want in this All Blacks 23 to play Italy? Do you want to see Will Jordan at fullback? Do you want to see Damian McKenzie involved? Do you want to see Ethan Blackadder involved? Uh, Beef's got his thoughts too, his team coming a little bit later on. Uh, give us a text, double eight double three temper bed post text line, or you can even give me a call, 0800 150 811. Keen for your thoughts on what you would like to see from this All Blacks team, or whether or not Andrew Webster is the NRL Coach of the Year, which we'll find out in the not-too-very-distant future, a couple of hours away. Uh, so give us a text, temper and bed post text machine, temper and bed posts range of mattresses and adjustable bases adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. You are on the Run Home pregame show with Brad Stephen Donalds about 40 minutes away, live from Paris. He's probably still asleep right now. I imagine that alarm goes off in about nine minutes' time. <laughs>